sense of what goes on yeah i'm sure you'll you'll enjoy it it was something else it was completely different than what we usually do for sure okay in a in a good way like what do you mean um like am i a stickler do i keep let me put it this way it took three other dudes to make up for you oh man (laughs) yeah so it was something else all right okay i i guess i'm i think that's a good thing i have a big personality yeah, basically it was um, one of my internet friends I met through Twitter or whatever. He started doing Let's Plays. Mm-hmm. So, like, I wanted to get him in on it. And then across from him is John, who's been doing it forever. Mm-hmm. And then this other dude who does, like, a community-type thing. Like, he doesn't just do Let's Plays. He does videos of, like, they have, like, a whole community thing going on that they're trying to build up. So okay, th- we were all kind of doing, like a theme thing and then they for a while they started going off and like talking about internet videos and stuff and I was like sweet I can just kind of like read stuff while they're doing this mm-hmm. so that was okay but then like things got a little weird and homoerotic in some parts and like a lot of people laughing the whole time like it was just weird but okay. it was a good time hmm. so more laughter happens when I'm not around I guess I don't know if that's good or not <laughs> I mean I no, think I'm not it. So sure. I think I'm more laughter. Joy. More laughter just happens when there's more than two people because there's That's, four people. Yeah, there I was four people there, that. right? So, yeah. Did you guys actually meet up, or was it still Skype? No, it was Skype because uh, the two other guys are in um, the states. Oh, okay. And John was sick or something. Hmm. Yeah. So I don't know. Speak- it turned out all right. It was a little hard to. Not coordinate, but um, get all the levels. Oh, okay. With everybody's mics and stuff, but it was okay except for one of them left it a wave format. So I spent like a whole night downloading his audio because it was like eight hundred megs. Or megs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that was pretty that cool. Format. That asshole. But whatever. <laughs> I think it's better quality technically or something. But yeah, because it's uncompressed and unlike screwed with, but still. Yeah. It was kind of annoying, but thankfully he had his own FTP, so I just was able to let it download. Okay. Um, sorry, I'm just trying to think. Yeah, how what? was Coachella? Oh, right, that thing. Um, <laughs> the only thing I've been doing for the last like ten days, but you know that thing. Well, it was it was really only three days, obviously. Well, um, yeah, but I mean the and trip, the surrounding and stuff. How was traveling the trip? and stuff. So much driving. Like I don't think I've ever done that kind of just in a straight stretch switching like for 25 hours or whatever did it get to you guys at all not not especially like there was no real danger of exhaustion or anything it was just more of a weird psychological thing it's just like oh yeah that was a whole did you day get that really giddy whole... happy feeling when you saw like calgary come up though and you're just like oh my god it's almost over we did, or when we got to Alberta, really, we were very relieved. Uh, the border crossing back into Canada was pretty. Which easy. way did you go? Um, straight uh, down, down through, yeah, like down through the I fifteen. Gotcha. All okay. that. Yeah, 
which is so easy. Yeah, I'd I don't mountain driving that way. Not really, no. There there was some curvy stuff in Idaho and Montana, which I was driving through. Um, or Utah, part of Utah, I guess. Nothing like the Rockies or raining. anything, though, right? No, no, it was, it was pretty easy. It did seem to rain, though, the both times for a little bit, which was whatever. Um, That's boring, though. Uh, we went to Vegas for a little tiny So what did in. they want to do Just, in Vegas? Because you said that dude they wanted to see was... Yeah, they wanted to see Bonnie Vare who is a uh, well-regarded minstrel of sorts. Okay. Um, I believe his album was voted the number one on Pitchfork last year, so that means a lot to some people. Okay. <laughs> um, I've, I've tried... I, I like Pitchfork, but I've tried listening to that, and it's just like, I, this is... Not I have not tried listening to it, at all. but... So, I mean, I have no judgment, yeah. I guess, but that's a cool... Like, at some point when you can't tell what the lyrics even are, like, what are you getting out yeah. of this music? I, yeah, that's not I something don't know. But, I could go for. You know, whatever, that's their thing. I got to just kind of hang out in a Vegas hotel room. Planet Hollywood. Oh, yeah, okay. Um, the theme of the room being Rain Man, which I thought was really Oh, that's funny. what that like, picture was from then. Yeah, they just have, like, some pants and a shirt. Um, they have Tom Cruise's jacket. Uh, and then on the Tom Cruise's jacket thing, which is kind of the centerpiece of, like, the whole, like, check out this impressive piece of movie prop we got, they have a plaque that says 1986 on it. Huh. And that's not when the movie came out. Yeah. So I was like, dudes, you know, Planet Hollywood, get your stuff together. I I've still considered writing a Greenberg-style email to Planet Hollywood and just be like, hey, sort this out. I don't know. But whatever. G Greenberg, uh, it's a film. Ben Stiller. Have you seen <laughs> no, it? No, I haven't. I just made an allusion to... Okay, whatever. It's it's pretty good. Um, But yeah, that, that was that. Uh, Vegas is basically just like a big drunk mall I've basically come to. Like, last time I was there, it was still new and exciting. Now it's just like this weird, silly thing that exists. Oh, yeah. like, have you been no. there? Okay. It's, it's, a, it's a sight. I don't know. It's probably worth seeing for at least once in once. your life. Sure. It's just crazy buildings and just, like, dudes handing out sketchy flyers on the on the street corners. That still happens. Basically, yeah, you know that bit in From Dust Till Dawn where Cheech Marin is just saying pussy, 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 yep. pussy, like a million yeah. times? That dude exists, and he works oh in Oh, my Vegas. God, yes. And they're all over the place. So, yeah, dude's just whispering weird, obscene things at you as you walk down the street. And she's like, okay, this is just happening. And then dudes with giant margaritas and stuff. But you figure stuff like that must work because they might must get that one guy that stops. And it's just oh yeah, for just sure. Take or my or quietly takes a flyer. Just quietly takes a flyer, and stuff happens later. <laughs> yeah, that, exactly. You know, if it stay, if it happens in Vegas, it stays yeah. and all that. But yeah, for us, it was just like these people are just interfering with us walking down the street. Yeah. So whatever. Um, hot topic, that place, their shirts aren't the right shape for humans. So oh, really? How do they stay in business? I don't understand. What do you mean they're not you know? the right shape? They're, they're, they're like shrink wrap or something. They're, they're designed, they're slim fit is what they call it, but no matter well, how yeah, big the people that shop get, there are usually 16-year-olds and hipsters. I guess, but like, I've, you know, I felt weird about it, because I've lost a lot of weight over the last, like, 18 months, and even then I was just like, nope, I look like a bulgy potato sack or something. This is <laughs> wow, horrible. really? They're that it, small? It was the worst. Yeah, because and like, no, the larger no size like you get. a big dude. 
not anymore, really. And yeah, I was like disappointed in like that was kind of one of the things I wanted to accomplish while I was in the states. Is just you can buy My Little Pony T-shirts at a physical store. They allow that to happen without judging you. And I was like, perfect. So I went there, and yeah, cool designs does not could not fit. The larger you get, the longer they go. So they just go further down your oh, body. Yeah. They don't actually get wider at the shoulders or anything. So yeah, it was that was a miserable experience. <laughs> um, I saved money though, I guess. As a result, I bought like nothing down there because nothing worked out. I have a flashlight, some batteries, and I think that's pretty much all I brought back. That's pretty good though. I guess, yeah. It it was it was a fun trip, but yeah. As for the actual festival, um, I I guess the big thing Tupac. everyone seems to be talking about. Is Ghost Tupac? Did you watch um, that performance? Yeah, no, I was there. I saw that happen. Um, but at that point in the show, I think Fifty Cent had already come out. Um, well, like the so whole there was like a big video came out, right? Yeah, over the course of it, like Eminem also showed up. I, and uh, didn't Tony Eminem Yeo. start with Dre? Like they started together? Uh no, he he came about later in the show. Oh, okay, for that one song, I can't remember the name of right now. I, I need a doctor or whatever. Have you heard that song, like, besides live? No. Yeah, I had just like, heard it at some point this week, and it's weird. Okay. It is essentially the inverted version of Forgot About Dre because it's Eminem doing two verses and Dre doing one instead of the other way around. And, like, yeah. it's basically still the same thing. It's like Eminem's just basically saying, I love you, Dre, and Dre's like, yo, I'm back. It's like oh yeah th- yeah there was there was some of that happening for sure um I guess it's also like is that a detox single is that the idea I honestly have no idea the music video for it is kind of weird though is it like a woman underwater and there's kind of basically and... it's about a seven minute video because the first like okay. three minutes close to is uh just like a setup. And it's basically Dre driving or whatever, and he's remembering, like, his past and stuff, and he's obviously depressed, right? And then he crashes, like, he's driving too fast and then crashes. He's trying to kill himself or whatever. And then, like, the music part basically is... Every part with Eminem has Dre in, like, a tube or, like, on the gurney and stuff like that, like, they're working on him in the hospital. So, Dr. Dr. Dre needs a doctor. Exactly. So, like, the whole time Eminem's singing or doing his thing, Dre's incapacitated completely. And then, Ah, like, when Dre's part, like, comes in, that's when he's rehabilitating. He's calling people faggots, which I really didn't like in that song. Yeah, it's a bit juvenile at this point. It's just so weird, because... Like, from Eminem, I, it's weird still, but, like, I'm still kind of expecting it if anytime he does it, and he doesn't even yeah. do it anymore, because, like, he has a name now, but, like, Dre, he's been around for, like, 30 years, he's, like, an old guy calling people, like, terrible things. Well, I, I guess 20 years, according to the show I saw, they, there was a bit where they said, hey, who, who, who out there has been with us for five years? How about 10? How about the entire fucking 20 years? And then the crowd actually got louder, which that makes no sense, because most of those people were Yeah, because most of those people weren't even 20, probably. I know. Like, I was like, I would have been like four years old, so I could not have been enjoying Dr. Dre, so I'm not going to lie and applaud that part. He's, He's back, back every again, few so, yeah. years, so... 
he, he, he takes, he took kind of a backseat, I guess, like, it was mostly, like, um, spotlighting other stuff that he has been a part of. Like, him and Snoop did some stuff See, together. what I kind of yeah, do respect, you have... though, like, with that show and that video and stuff, and I think what he's trying to do now is that he realizes he's not a rapper. Like, every, mm-hmm. I think now it's just kind of like his midlife crisis thing where he's remembering all the good stuff he did with great people. And, like, yeah. everything's reflective now, and I think he should continue with that and, like, put the mic down forever. Maybe? Because... Well, like, it's, he has to do that one album, because he told everyone he would. And yeah, I guess. It's been a nightmare, apparently. I don't know much about the history of this whole detox Yeah, debacle, it's essentially just going to be... It's basically Chinese, Chinese democracy. democracy. It's going to be that, so whatever. Yeah. Okay. Um... Okay, he's an undisputed, indisputably like a force in the music industry, though. On the way back, we were listening to Daft Punk's homework, and there's actually a bit where they give a shout-out to Dr. Dre, and I totally forgot they did that. And I was like, Hmm. fuck, that means Daft Punk wouldn't be what they are without Dr. Dre, so I can't hate Dr. Dre. To be fair, a lot of music these days wouldn't be without Dre. I know. So, you know, props to that dude. The show was fun. Like, it was just a big, goofy spectacle. Are you a fan of Tupac? I was never that big. Like I haven't really listened to a lot of him, so okay. Because I have like, like a best videos of or something. Like, his hologram or whatever. Like yeah. that kind of gave me chills because I am a fan of Tupac. So like yeah, I was pretty it, from, actually happy to see that. From my vantage point in the audience too, like it looked stupid real. So I was just like, this is crazy. <laughs> like if some of the people near me right now are high enough, they might run up on stage and try to like give him a hug or something. Cause <laughs> He's been gone for twenty, like you know, fifteen years. He's been dead, but he's actually—he was just waiting for this Coachella show to come and back now, or something. Like and it. then it was like, you wonder, like, the way it was presented was pretty nutty. Stuff. Apparently, it's not even that new technology. It's like six years old. Yeah, it's pretty old because is, I think gorillas have used something similar for like some of their shows. And to be fair, it's not actually a hologram. Like people keep saying hologram because that's what it looks like, but it's it's a it's a two D projection plane thing. Yeah. It's a it's a clever trick with mirrors and whatever and a transparent surface that you're projecting on or something um see like getting back from the show we actually watched that clip on youtube just like what did we see and it was like okay this looks faker than i thought like it's there's like glowing stuff at the bottom underneath his feet and he's kind of sliding around a little weird because of the swaying swaying like yeah like deep in the crowd where i was it was like wow this is pretty crazy. <laughs> I don't I don't know what's going on. You got but, your contact yeah, high it, on too. Hmm? You had your contact high going too, just like from all the weed being smoked around you. So much around me. It was crazy. Yeah. Like on the actually yeah, that was the one thing we were stopped for at the board on the way down was like we we're just like, no, we don't have any weed or anything. They're just like, oh, yeah, come on. 20-somethings going to a music <laughs> festival. Get out of the car. So they had to search our car and stuff. But, yeah, like, on the way back, I was like, if they ask us now, should we say, like, maybe secondhand or something? Because, like, there was so much. Yeah. That and at the Flying Lotus show I was at, it was like, it was just Well, everywhere. I mean, it doesn't matter because do. you can be high. You just can't possess mm-hmm. it on you. Also, oh, okay. well, there the you go. bottom of your shoe, pry that up, throw a little bag in there. Oh, okay. Well, yeah. Actually, yeah, that would have totally worked, too. Because I went through, like, they had two different security checks to get into the festival each time. And, you know, they, they do the pat-down stuff. But, yeah, they never... Yeah, something shoes. about me. I'm a drug runner. Yeah, there you go. 
Like, I don't know. There was other ways, too. Like, there was a couple times where it's just like, oh, you didn't even really check my hoodie pocket, so as long as I just hand you my jacket. Yeah. Like, there was, like, obviously there were ways, because there was stuff everywhere. And honestly, if they cared, they would have, like, if you had some and they cared, they would find it. Because they would just detain you until you either gave it up, or they would search every part of you. Mm Mm-hmm. So, you know, that, that was that. Um... Any, should I just talk about like highlights? Yeah, or definitely. Something? I want to hear about it. So, okay. Um, yeah, I don't know where to begin. What What was day one? Uh, I guess some kind of French uh, Ed Banger label stuff is what I saw first. Uh, Breakbot and uh, Sebastian. If you're familiar, uh, I mean, I haven't heard. I've heard the name, but I haven't heard them. So, okay. Um, oh, I guess first thing I saw was Hello Seahorse, which is like a Mexican pop band. I, yeah, I never even heard of, so. They were pretty cool. I guess I forgot California has a lot of Spanish people, because, like, she was just singing in Spanish, and it was just like, I don't know what she's saying, but this is kind of fun. I don't know. That was, like, a mellow start to the whole thing. Yeah. Um, Sebastian's show was crazy, and I thought it was great. Um, he just went with this weird political message in it. And it's essentially just like a dance thing, you know? It's at the Gobi, like the big dance mm-hmm. place. Or no, not the Gobi, the the Sahara, I think. Yeah, Sahara's the dance one. Okay. Anyway, it doesn't really matter. Um, but yeah, he would just have, like, words flashing up on screen, like hate, ignorance, intolerance, war, and stuff during it, like footage of Nazis marching and, like, Korean stuff. And then at some point, he basically just like, a big disclaimer came up, and it's like, the following bit is rated X. And I was like, what? And then 4chan was just on the screen, basically. It was just (laughs) three minutes of, like, the most horrific business. Like, I don't know if I was seeing faces of death or something. There was, like, loops from scanners, like, that dude's head exploding, and just all this weird stuff. And, like, this is just during a part where people are supposed to be dancing around to big, dumb beats or whatever. So, like, a lot of people around me were just like, the fuck is going on? And they just, like, stop, and they're not having fun anymore, and I was just, like, laughing and filming it on my iPhone, um, so it's gonna look and sound terrible, because it's on my iPhone, but I'm glad I was there. Great. That sounds hilarious. Yeah. It was pretty funny. Dude is, like, crazy pretentious, though. Like, he was just smoking his cigarette and being crazy French, and just, like, bowing very ceremoniously and stuff, and it's just like, what are you whatever this is funny um him and tobin at all no okay should i have or the horrors no okay no i'm just like looking at who played on friday like that's why i'm asking okay yeah i guess i should look at um frank ocean i think was on friday that was terrible really (laughs) yeah like i mean i like that dude's album okay i listened to it on the way down there too Man, that guy just, like, first of all, it was, like, ten minutes late, but I also just think that dude sucks doing music live. Like, he just had no energy or enthusiasm uh, one of in guys. his body at all. He just, like, show, he's just like, whatever, I showed up, I'm gonna sing this song, kinda. Wow. And then, like, the women in the audience were still like, wow, this is amazing, and it was just like, no, this is not amazing at all, this is terrible. Like, he's ruining Swim Good, which is my favorite song of his, and he's the guy that made it, and this sounds awful. And then, I guess, Tyler, the creator, came out at one point. I didn't even know, like, who he was. At, like, I don't... I'm, I'm so new to the whole Odd Future thing, I did not recognize who it was. Mm-hmm. I was just like, somebody is here, I don't know. And, like, they did a song, and then he left. But even then, like, it just was not 
Like, it was like 35 minutes of complete mediocrity, and I was really bummed out. So, yeah. But after that, what, wow, man, I'm trying to think what ended the night for me that time. Like, I saw Black Keys briefly. Yeah, and how was that? went off to... It seemed okay. I didn't. I didn't stay for the whole thing, but um. Oh yeah, M eighty three was that night. That was okay. Um. But yeah, I guess yeah. Swedish House Mafia. I had no idea who they were before this. Um. I although when I was watching it, I guess they've worked with Knife Party. Are you familiar with anything yes. I'm saying right now? Yeah. Okay. I mean. Okay. Sorry. <laughs> Just like, um. Knife Party. I am. Okay, um, I guess they've worked together on a couple songs, so over the course of it, I recognize a couple things. But basically, they just had the biggest, stupidest dance show I've ever seen, and I was totally okay with that. Like it was fireworks and stuff at the drops. And this was still at Friday. Can imagine. <laughs> this was Friday night's like closing act. Um, after the Black Keys on the main stage or whatever. Like this was the last main stage thing that happened, and it was just so audaciously ridiculous that I thought it was great. Like, it's not... Like, I'm not gonna... I've tried listening to it since. It's like, these are really generic dance tunes. This is not very good at all. But the amount of just production ridiculousness they put into it. Like, it was like the biggest laser show ever. Like, just fire and everything. It was it was awesome. So, thumbs up to that. Um, Day two... Sorry, I'm just trying Did to... Did you see Radiohead? I watched an hour of Radiohead, and then I was like, this is really boring. I'm going to leave. And then I went and saw Cascade. Why, is it bor <laughs> Why was it boring? I don't... I, I have so little, like, knowledge of their, like, larger library. Oh, okay. I guess a lot of what they were playing was in Rainbows and their new album, Oh, yeah, King of I Limbs. haven't... I don't like those albums at all, so... N yeah, neither of which I've listened to, like, at all. So it was just like, I don't know what this is. Like, this crowd is way into it. Uh, I want to just cite this one dude. One good dude was just dancing like crazy, and he said, this set list is too dangerous right now. <laughs> and I thought, that guy was awesome. Like, that guy was having an amazing, life-changing concert experience. I always and I was so feel happy for him. a little weird when I see those people at concerts, because I feel like I'm the odd one out. I, wa I was totally the odd one out at this Radiohead show. So I was just like, you know what? I like I'm kind of feel like I'm here out of obligation to like music history or something. Mm -hmm. I don't care. I'm just gonna leave. So then I went and saw like the last bit of a dumb dance show hosted by Cascade, and then went to the Doolab tent area like thing, which is kind of like smaller like level DJs just doing stuff, and it was actually pretty great. Like the few times I went there over the course of the three days, there was some pretty weird stuff going on in there, and it was kind of okay. Cool. I have to ask you quickly, Childish yeah. Gambino. I only was able to catch like 10, 15 minutes. How was that? Because he was very energetic performer, and the crowd was really into it, and I was I was kind of okay with it. Okay, because like, he I heard he was terrible, like musically. Musically, like the lyrics or something, because you can debate that. Well, I mean, sure. not the lyrics, but people said that like he sounded crappy or something. Oh, okay. I don't know. I mean, I, I was... obviously wasn't there. I was not under that impression, really, and as a contrast to, like, the falling asleep on stage the night before Frank Ocean, like, dude appreciated his fans being there and gave them a show, so yeah. I was into it. Like, he, he, he was he was doing his thing. Um, I, yeah, I can't speak to, like, how... Actually, I don't know. I thought he... 
haven't seen much live rap anything, though, so I, I'm not the best at maybe judging it, but he seemed to do a fine job based on my expectations. Um, but yeah, I left the hotel way too late, I realized, to get through security in time to actually see him fully, so oh, was he like that was earlier? kind of I uh, well, not really. Like it was at two, uh, two p.m. or something. Oh, okay. Like I, I, I was leisurely going to the festival when I wanted to, because like they kind of ramp it up. Each day is kind of structured so it gets bigger and bigger as it yeah. goes. So I was like, I don't care about a lot of this anyway. So I'm just gonna enjoy my breakfast, whatever. Um, which I think worked out okay. Day two, I guess the highlights for me were um, uh. Flying Lotus, who I was not familiar with before the show, which was immediately followed by Subtract, which I thought was great. That might be my favorite, like, th it might be the best thing, like, I was looking forward to, and it delivered, and then some. Never even in heard of them, of I'll check them out after. Very kind of bass-heavy electro stuff. It was pretty great. Um, I don't know how to, it's been described as post-dubstep. What the hell is that? You know, I don't know. I think it sounds great, though. Did you see Feist? Um, there's... I did not see what Feist. I guess she's... Is she... I did not see St. Oh, Vincent. Oh, man. <laughs> see, this is the thing. Like, Because like, I, if you and you me could... were there, we'd be talking about different parts of the show completely. That happened with like a lot of the people I was there with. Like It was just like, who is at the drive-in? They're just like, what the fuck? Are you serious? <laughs> nice. And I was just like... Uh, yeah, I don't really know. Is that a thing? Like, it was like, we were speaking completely different interests, so we basically had completely different But you know what, that's like, cooler like, for the way back, because you can, like, talk to each other about different parts of it, and get the full yeah. experience that way. M much more so, anyway. Like, no matter what, you're gonna be missing some pretty great stuff, but, yeah. Or Jeff Mangum, no idea. Yeah, what? I don't know that either. Like, Das Racist, they mention him in a song. That's that's my point of reference. Is he a big deal? I don't know. Like people are probably angry right now. I met some people um, on Twitter that actually know does racist, and we were talking for a while. It was pretty cool. That's awesome. That's that's cool. Those guys are pretty good. Um, I think yeah. Last day. Uh, yeah. What I, I saw Arab music, which I was not very familiar with before. Um, I, that was yeah, that was know. fine. Um. You know, dude basically finger drumming, like, a lot, seemed to be okay. what he was doing. Like, he was kind of, in a sense, performing electronic music live in some way, which was kind of cool. Did you cool. see DJ um, Shadow? I did. How was that? Was um, that fantastic? I want to go chronologically. He's pretty late in the evening, okay. so just a second. Um, so I saw Arab music, then uh, The weekend happened, which was a thing everyone was pretty excited for, um, in my group anyway. Uh... I was I will say it was okay, but it was definitely not did not live up to my expectations in terms of like those albums are very moody and kind of creepy in a way, mm -hmm. and this was just like a pretty generic rock show. Like he he had a band and they were playing and he sang songs quite well, and it was just like, well, why aren't you capitalizing on that cool tone you have in your albums? Like what are you doing? But kind of like what whatever. Uh, Jonathan Colton does now. What do you mean? Like, what? I always liked him live before because it would be him and a guitar. Yeah, and that's, that's like, what that's I fantastic, saw. But now, years. like, he has a band. And it's just oh, kind of Oh, man. Yeah, that, that sounds disappointing. That's too bad. Because, yeah, he, he very much engages with the audience a lot. 
at least when I saw him at PAX those couple years. So, well, his whole okay. last album was done like with an actual band, so I mean, it made sense for that stuff. But hearing his older stuff with like a full mm-hmm. band and like a distorted guitar at one part and stuff, it's kind of weird. Yeah, it is a little weird. Like, yeah, it, it just kind of like it's it not ruins what you actually what like you... grew up loving about them. That's, yeah. yeah, like it's just like. I have things. This is this, these are the reasons I love this music, and this isn't really taking advantage of any of those things. It's just like I'm the dude that did those things, but I'm doing something else now. And Not necessarily like, well, a bad thing. Just kind of disappointing when you expect something and get something. You yeah, it, it just ran contrary to what I kind of had mm-hmm. in my head as to how that would go. Um, and Drake didn't show up. So pff, what? <laughs> All right, <laughs> I heard on. about that actually. I don't know. I, that was kind of a ridiculous expectation, but there was, like, random dudes showing up at stuff. Like, I mean, Tyler showed up at that one thing. Um, Zach De La Rocha showed oh, up man, at I DJ love that Shadow. guy. That dude was crazy energetic. He's like, always I was, been that way, though. Okay. Because he's just, like, jumping off stuff and just, like, throwing his head around. He, he was jumping off of stuff. <laughs> I can confirm. Yes. <laughs> uh, that dude was having fun. Um, but anyway, uh, right after the weekend, I ran over to Justice, and I was confused because nothing was happening yet, and I knew that the weekend was going to end, like, and then a minute and a half later, Justice was supposed to start playing, so I ran over there, and I was like, what's going on? Why is everyone standing around? Why is there just, like, stadium rock, like, a Sticks album or something just playing on stage as placeholder music? It wasn't actually Sticks, but it was just something. Yeah, I gotcha. They were, like, crazy late, which was lame. Uh... Like, to the point where I stood, like, I, I wormed through the crowd, like, did my Assassin's Creed impression, you yeah, know, Rocco. just going through a thick crowd the of people. The Mega64 video? Kind of, like, yeah. pushing but, people a little bit? Just, yeah, just not really caring. Like, you're just, just like, like well, if you're just gonna stand around. As you pass by. Yeah, just kind of, you know, just, just out of my way. You, like, you, whatever, you will forget I existed four seconds from now, so it doesn't really matter what mm-hmm. I do. So you just kind of go through the crowd. Got up really, really close, and then stood there for, like, 20 minutes. And then it, it got to a point where it was just like, like, this was one of the big time conflicts of the show for me, is Justice was going to play, and then 20 minutes before they were done, Girl Talk was going to start doing stuff. Oh, man. And I was like, oh, I want to see both of those things equally. What is going on? So 25 minutes waiting for Justice, I was just like, you know what? They, fu- they, they screwed up. Like, I watched that Across the Universe documentary of theirs, they're probably drunk somewhere. Like, they're just, they just screwed up. Yeah, Coachella, they they, this is going to be in the news tomorrow. They just don't care. They just don't care. So I'm going to leave right now. So I started leaving, and then they started playing. Great. Um, and at this point, I'm, like, way out there in the crowd. It's like, oh, whatever. All right, let's see what happens. Um, and, yeah, they played, like, a 25-minute set, maybe, which was, it was the weirdest, bittersweet thing ever, because it was, like... I've loved Justice for like four or five years, so I'm really happy they're here right now, but I only got like a little brief and taste I'm of it. And I'm irritated at them. And I'm irritated too, yeah. Like, it was just like, I want more, and you know, like, why did you do that? <laughs> so, yeah. And then I ran over to Girl Talk, and that was insane. There was giant balls full of paper, and it was ridiculous. Um, giant pool toys and stuff. That That was pretty fun. But yeah, it was just, like, that day was kind of a little bit, like, hindered by Justice kind of screwing up their big thing, which was one of the things I was really looking forward to. But yeah, if they ever come near here, I will see them and get a full sense of the show, but yeah, it was it was kind of a bittersweet 
thing. Um, and then I saw DJ Shadow. Um, dude had a really cool sphere he was in. Okay. Was a big, big sphere on the stage, and they'd kind of project stuff on it to make it look like it was spinning stupid fast, and then stuff was coming out of it, or was filling with blood, or like weird stuff. It was pretty awesome. Um, yeah, that was that was an enjoyable hour or whatever. Like, yeah, Zach Zach DeLaRosa showed up. I I will admit right now I've been kind of dancing around it. Did not know who that was when he came out Ray on stage. Dance machine, dude. Yeah, like it was just like this guy's really energetic and excited. I don't know what's going on, but this is great. Whoever this Have is, you is great. Have you heard any like Rage Against the Machine besides, I mean, uh, the popular stuff that came out in the late nineties? No. I have, like, one album, and I think it's that popular okay. one that everyone You should try has. a few songs by them, like, when they, like, earlier, because they're very political, and you can, like, hear his excitement as he's doing it. It's pretty great. Uh-huh. Yeah. Like, I, I was impressed by the way he carried himself as a dude on a stage. Like, it was, it was pretty cool. Um, Infectious, well, even. Sure, yeah. The crowd got pretty excited along with him, so that that was pretty cool. And yeah, DJ Shadow has been a guy I've been listening to for a bit, so it was neat to see him. And I, like, I, I guess at at the same time that was happening, Mode Selector was playing, which I was told I would like, but I've never heard never of it before, even so. heard that name. So I'll check. Yeah, it out. I have post festival. I have like a bunch of albums on the way that I want to check out from stuff I walked past and went, "What is that? That looks awesome." Maybe make me was... a list later for stuff to okay. pick up. One I've already done was uh, Sub Focus, who had a really cool stage set up. He's kind of drums and bass stuff. And oh, I love drum and bass stuff. Over. Yeah, he's wor- maybe worth looking into. I don't know. Um, and then, yeah, Dr. Dre and Snoop Dogg happened, and Ghost So Snoop you didn't happened. see Girl Talk then? I caught, like, 25 How minutes. How was that? It was great. It was just exactly what you'd think. A it was computer just, like... plane over the loudspeakers? No, no. Uh, dude up on stage with a, like, basically party on stage, party off. Okay, like, it was cool. Weird. Yeah, that's like, fun. just people up on the stage just dancing and freaking out, and then everyone else doing similar things um, at the second largest stage at the festival, which was kind of a cool place to see that happen. And, yeah, and very much wanting to get the crowd into it. So, yeah, giant balloons and beach balls and all sorts of whatever. Did you catch um, any Florence in the Machine? I did oh, not. that's really too I think bad. I, I think I overheard them doing stuff while I was waiting. For I don't even know if that's something you'd Dre. be into, but I would have liked to hear how that yeah. went. But that's fine. I'm sure I missed tons of like amazing things that people would have rather seen, but I don't know. There was a lot of stuff this year that I don't even recognize the name of, and it made me realize that without like MTV and like mm-hmm. without really caring what other people's opinions on music are anymore just kind of doing my own thing. Like, yeah. I am way behind everybody in terms of, like, oh, yeah, I know every band sort of thing. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because there was I, a time I, where to people be fair, would like, say, there was like, tons of stuff. this person or this person or this group, and I'd be, like, I could totally name songs by, like, all of them. And, like, yeah. I barely recognize any bands anymore. <laughs> There was a lot of stuff I was just like, I have no idea what that is, therefore I do not care. Like, it made my decision-making easier. Um, Like Airplane Boys? I've never heard of that at all. Yeah, no, I did. Uh, I've heard the name, we were promised Jetpacks before, Yeah, but I've never actually listened to them, so... Or, you know, that dude you hate, Gautier or whatever? Yeah, he was there, right? He was there. He was there. Apparently, his set was not that great, so you can feel good about that. You've made my life. Yeah, there you go. 
Um, I, I don't know. I, I generally enjoyed my time quite a bit. Um, oh, yeah. Leaving the festival every night was also just, like, a fun, crazy social thing. Like, it was like... I basically... It's immersion therapy for agoraphobics. Mm -hmm. Like... If you are going to go to Coachella, you can't have any issues with people touching you. Mm -hmm. It is going to happen. As soon as, as soon as like, the sun goes down, you will be bumping into people all the time. And you just have to roll with it, man. Or you're going to freak out and get all stressed out and just hide in a corner Was this somewhere. your first um, music festival type thing? Yeah. That's pretty cool. That's always a good time. Like, is that just... Is that normal, like, just music festival, like, people... Well, the only reason I ask is because... Crowding the... together. When, like, the Warped Tour started coming to Calgary, I think it was in 99 was the first year, and then they've been doing it consecutively since. I, mm -hmm. For the first three or four years, I went every year, and, like, it's just, I don't know, after the first day, I just never even really thought of it anymore. Like, it yeah, wasn't like a it, it was a... people touching me. Like, I've probably been touched every part of my body by someone else at some point, and you don't even notice. And that's mm -hmm. kind of weird to think about after the fact. And then you have, like, other people sweat and stuff all over you, but you don't really notice either. And I guess they kind of set a tone for it by a very invasive pat-down right into the show. Yeah. It's just like, oh, well, I've already been horribly violated, so... Yeah, whatever. unfortunately I've had a few too many of those, but by law enforcement and such, but whatever. Yeah, like, it... it it reminded me of like stories I've heard of the airport security. It's pretty terrible. In the States now. <laughs> like honestly, yeah, it feels like, whoa, really weird. Right up, right up there, huh? Yeah. Okay. I guess I could have hidden something there. Yeah, just but like I didn't. sliding their hand all the way up and then a little bit more. <laughs> just like great. Yeah, it was uncomfortable initially, but again, you just kind of that's just how this goes, and there's too much awesome stuff going on, so you don't really care. And um, it's not just you; yeah. everyone gets it, so it's fine. Yeah, you're not being singled out. It's just this is how this works, apparently. Yeah, just giant, like, giant, like, an ocean of buses and stuff, and just, like, it was just weird experience to be around that many people doing this thing. All with oh, a common interest and I guess, in music, and the same type of music, kind of? Kind of, yeah. Like, there was no negative real experiences, like, there was just a lot of people just not really talking to each other, which was kind of yeah. weird. But Just like high just school like, again. But, like, it's not like I was instigating conversations either, so I was just as much to blame. It was just like, we're just all here, and everything's fine, whatever. Um, I will say I fell asleep on the bus on the way home the first time, which was a weird little accident. Yeah. Like, uh, it was a shuttle system with two stops, and our hotel was the first stop, and the second one was <laughs> way later, so, yeah, I ended up at, like... A hotel I had no knowledge of, and ended up having to take a cab in the middle, like three in the Fantastic. morning. Fantastic! It was a weird day to start it, but I don't know. It cost me money, and that that cab driver was awesome in a way, like just making weird comments about Freddy Krueger slicing up teenagers. And for they're no so reason. talkative too. Yeah, like it's just a dude monologuing to me during over the course of like a 10 15 minute drive and she's like <laughs> they're honestly not even like that here at all like th th they're Cabbies. not as eccentric so or, weird i guess not just running lights just does not care it was like i was in crazy taxi for a little bit like it was like wow we're going way too fast like i mean i appreciate it i guess but this is irresponsible and how like but, quickly they cut in front of other cars and stuff and no one honks or anything like it's just like, oh, cabs. They're so crazy. So uh, crazy. Yeah. 
Um, I think that's it. Like, if there's any other stuff you want to know, like, ask me anything, I guess. Any curious AMA? Anything? Yeah, um, sure. I, I was at Coachella week weekend one. Ask me anything. Yeah. I mean, the things I want to know about are, like, artists you wouldn't have seen. Yeah. So, it's not a huge thing for me, I guess. But, I don't know. It's kind of cool. I mean, you saw Tupac, so that's kind of cool. Yeah. And Snoop Dogg performed alongside him at one point, which was kind of neat. For like, you, you watched party. the... Yeah. That's pretty was... funny. Yeah. I like Hail Mary a lot better as a song, though. Okay. I can't speak to that, really. The first one there that he did, I think. Oh, okay. Do you know... Like, you know that, like, uh, jump, 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 like, whatever? House that of song? Pain? Yeah. Does that have anything to do with Dre at all? Did he produce that song oh, or something? Um, I don't know. I mean, probably. That would have been around. Because they played time that, and it was like, is this. What does this have to do? Like, this is a fun song, and this whole crowd is jumping, which is pretty crazy. But is this a Dre song? Like, I don't. What? It was it's just, amazing what Dre has had his hands in. Yeah. Fun fact years, Fragile so. 1999, a song on there by Nine Inch Nails and Dr. Dre. There you go. I think it was um, Even Deeper, is the name he did the beat, backbeat for it. Okay. Oh, and I guess they had a tent there for his headphones. I did not go there. Of course. Yeah, the, like $1,000 headphones. I mean, not literally, but you know what I mean. The overpriced headphones, I'm told, yep. in terms of just what you're getting. Anyway, that that's Coachella. I Probably more anecdotes will come to me at some point. I don't know. Uh, what was it called? I don't know. Some of the stuff I saw at the Do Lab was pretty neat, but I can't really... I don't know who I saw or anything. It was it was just a blur. Just a so, thing. Yeah. It was just another what yet another thing that was pretty awesome that was going on. Um I don't know. What should we TV or something? Well what? since you've been gone. Yeah. Some stuff has what happened, happened this week. Okay. Uh first of all we're on Stitcher Radio now. What is that? It's an app actually for your Android, iPhone, Kindle Fire, apparently. Apparently any like mobile device you can get Stitcher Does on. Kindle Fire exist already? What's that? Kindle Fire exists? I think so. Probably in the States, okay. right? Oh, right. Just It looked pretty neat, but I guess if it didn't come out here... Basically, what Stitcher does, though, is that it takes our feed after we upload something on like a podcast to our feed, mm-hmm. and it'll s- compress it even more and stream it so people okay. can listen to it on the go. They don't have to download or anything, and it's always available. Oh, there you go. Yep, so that's pretty cool. And we're on that now, I guess. I guess you just go to channels and search Media Monks and you'll see us in all our glory. So, fantastic. But And, it, yeah, despite there being other things online called Media Monks, I think we're the only podcast. We are the only podcast. Uh, one of the Media Monks actually added me on Twitter, like from mm-hmm. the other, from MediaMonks.com. He hasn't talked to me yet. I think he's just kind of scoping out what the hell we're doing. <laughs> but um, Or it might be a bot or something. Like, just like, the words media monks are coming up a lot. They're so. a European, they're a European um, design company, I guess, or okay. something. I don't know. Like, so we might have a bit of a trenched 
you know, situation here. Mm. Have to change your name to Iron Brigade. Yeah, Iron Monks. <laughs> I'm sure there's an Iron, the Iron Monks. Monk. So, no, I don't know. Probably. We'll, if we have to change again, I mean, maybe we'll go back to Movie Monks, and then just do our own thing, or I don't know what we'll do. But as far as I can brackets, tell, like, it's not a or, huge you know, deal whatever. because like we might even just call ourselves in the Media Monks podcast or like something like that because it would sure. separate us completely. I don't know. Not a huge deal. I'm not too worried about it. Those dudes haven't said anything, and we're not making money off of this, yeah. so we're not stealing their name to make money. Yeah. In fact, if anything, we're probably ma- are spending money doing Losing this. Losing money. Yeah, so... Yeah, but, you know, what's what's money for, really? So. Well, I'm having fun doing it, so whatever. And people have been listening. Yeah. Strangely enough, our numbers go up every week. That's awesome. I... I don't know why people would want to listen to us, but thank you. Well, we cover so much ground, you know? It's like, who talks about well, Katy Perry and Jesus? It's true. That <laughs> that one episode got so much because of all the tags we used. <laughs> yeah, it's just di- diversity of topics. Sorry, I just got the Stitcher app. I'm checking it out right now. Yeah, um, I mean, we're not on the favorites yet because we only have one episode on there. I think, maybe two now. But, yeah, you can still search us and you do it on there. Apparently some cars are going to be built in with a Stitcher app on their dashboard. So it's like serious? I guess, but like all they do is stream other people's content. They're kind of like just a third party. Okay. I don't know. I've been using them for a while, listening to some of my favorite podcasts on there because I don't always download stuff. Like when I wake up and go to work, I just kind of want to listen to something that came out that morning. I can't really just, like, sit around waiting for something to download, so... Yeah, I don't know. I think people should check it out, because I wouldn't use something or, like, put us on something I didn't believe in anyway. Anyways, so, full disclosure, when people hear this, it'll be, I don't know, like, April 27th, I guess? Probably the 27th. (laughs) Okay. And it's April 21st. Yeah. Right now. Like, I've been doing these about a week in advance because it gives me time to mix everything together, like, write up the posts and do tags and stuff like that, and if there's any problems with uploading stuff, it gives me a day or two because I want to make sure they're uploaded by Friday at uh, midnight. Okay. So that's why we do them so far in advance, and I, with the way we've been doing them where they're not really about, like, current events anymore... It hasn't made a huge deal. Right, but this one, next story, we're talking about April 20th, right? Yeah, so yesterday was 420. Yeah. Which, I mean, a lot of people, you know, 420, man, smoke weed, because 420, and I don't understand it, but it's just always kind of been a thing since we were in school, even. Well, at the Snoop Dogg show, they told us to smoke weed every day, so... I mean, that's, that's the doctor's prescription for everything. Yeah, yeah. Apparently it makes life better or something. So, people took that message to heart, and April 20th is apparently a day to just enjoy that and go to Taco Bell, I guess? But it's so annoying. God, it's so annoying. Like, I I don't know. I don't care. I thought it was kind of funny. I don't care that people smoke weed at all. I just... Yeah, Doug Benson's funny. It's... When I go onto Twitter or Facebook and stuff, and all it is is, like, people hashtagging 420, it's like, happy stoner day and shit like that. Mm -hmm. Just... Like, it's not even so much what it is, but 
the overuse of it that annoys me but so that's that but more importantly remember coney uh, yeah i mean it's been coming up a lot in talk, talking about you know political whatever like it yeah i class we talked about it some as well our documentary class well april 20th was their cover the night yeah thing. did that happen like apparently was... because if you check the our city's um twitter feed thing hashtag like mm-hmm. there were some people tweeting like hashtag cover the night hashtag yyc yeah and they were talking about like going out and some people like people are saying they've seen stuff i haven't seen anything yet I'm I'm gonna be completely transparent. Uh, I haven't gone outside in a while, so okay. <laughs> today was today and yesterday ended up being pretty much just I'm gonna lie down and sleep and then watch. TV well, let me put it this sleep, way: the night so. has not been covered. Okay, I was kind of I thought that would be the case, just considering how quickly the conversation about the whole thing changed to. This sounds like a scam. And then I was it hoping changed to, kind of that, that dude was. was masturbating in a parking lot, so fuck that. There was a South Park. They actually got on that right away, and I was I love that show. They, Have I'm you seen the documentary impressed. making South Park or whatever? No, I've, I've been told about it recently. To yeah, I need to I need to watch that. I have a copy of it. If you want, I can send you it. That sounds great because. I don't think like I'm. I'm starting to get a little bit sick. I'm gonna go buy some Neo Citrin, and it's just gonna be it's just gonna be me and like movies and TV. It's gonna be awesome, dude. But anyways, so cool. the six days or six days to air or whatever, they yeah. literally do a whole episode in less than a week. Yeah, and it's so crazy. You have people there just like sleeping under their desk for a few hours and then waking up and going back to work. Yeah. So, um, so yeah, I'm not surprised, but I was kind of hoping that it was all a scam and that those packages with all the flyers and stuff wouldn't show up and people would be outraged. Mm-hmm. But unfortunately, apparently the packages did exist and people did get them. So well, you know that's their right or whatever. It's just it's such a more complex issue than that movie made it seem. So I, I don't know. I, I'm curious though. Like there was a dude at Coachella I noticed had a Coney 2012 shirt, and I was like, oh really? I thought we beat that as a race like we knew that was kind of overblown and you should have took a picture of him I, I, you know huh i'm wondering maybe now if he was actually at he might be in a it was a red shirt i have a lot of video maybe he's in there somewhere and i can get a screen cap but <laughs> <laughs> who knows i don't know it, I, there was a nice disclaimer at the entry it's just like hey you walk past this point guess what you're going to be in films and pictures and videos like or whatever like it's going to happen are you okay with that? And she's like, okay. So yeah, like, who knows? No, I'm not okay with that. I'm just gonna go home now. Yeah, it's like, oh, really? Never mind then. Forget the hundreds of dollars I spent exactly. on that pass like, and getting yeah. here. I'm just I know go I'm home. gonna be filmed. That's fine. I am not comfortable with this. This is a violating my privacy. Like, yeah, whatever. Um, but okay, yeah. So I do not know the current state of how successful Cover the Night was. I'm assuming it was not, especially. Probably but, not. Yeah. Honestly, I haven't even looked it up on the internet. So, I right. mean, maybe in New York, flyers are literally everywhere. You, yeah, you like never that. know. So In the movie, like, they had a giant banner on that bridge, and they're just like, yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Did you watch the movie at some point? The Coney 2012? Wasn't it only, like, 30 minutes? It's 30 minutes. Yeah, now. that's... I haven't watched anything else. I've just watched the movie. Yeah. There was, like, a 
kind of a follow-up with their PR guy or something, addressing some concerns, but I, I, I think that's all I've seen, really, of it. At how much of a scam like, it sounded like? Or trying to trying to be like, you know, address some of the stuff. Like, it's like, no, we, we haven't, we actually have released our financial information, it's on our website, we actually can't do this thing because we don't have enough board members or whatever, like, they're, they're, they address some stuff. I'm not even, like, I don't necessarily dispute them as being like a legitimate charity i just think what they're collecting money for is kind of a waste of the world's time like it's just not a big deal it's kind of a waste of the world's time but more importantly i think it's kind of weird because they're just gonna fund a military that basically does that and their solutions aren't solutions like they've already done the stuff i think they should do which was building schools and stuff so you're good no, but funding You're a military good. that does the same stuff, the only difference is they don't maim and kill... Well, they probably kill children, but they don't maim them. Yeah. Like they, I'm sure they still rape women. I'm sure they still kill children if they have to. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know. It's it's, it's more complicated yeah. than black and white. It made it, it made it so black and white. And you know what? Like, if I was... people think that funding their military or whatever is mm-hmm. the lesser of the two evils, by all means, support them. That's totally fine. Mm-hmm. But yeah. I think more people need to be aware of what they're getting into. Yeah, there was a lot of oversimplification happening. I was still impressed by the video as like a sheer kind of genius. Like it got ninety million views in how long? Like it was like, wow, this is this has figured out something in terms at its of marketing what, campaign. Yeah, like what resonates with maximum people. Like it was like an interesting experiment. But yeah, just talking I, to a child, I guess. Yeah, get your kid in there. Make make sure you have a lot of that, you know. Yep. B- swooping music at parts and just kind of, you know, amp it up in a weird way. And don't give them too much information or else they'll, you know, walk away from Exactly. Them. But anyway, so yeah, Coney happened. Uh, also, Hitler's birthday. Um, That dude did some stuff, so. Yeah, I mean. <sighs> such a weird. Why does it seem like we're always bringing Hitler and Jesus up? Just because he's, you know, April 20th, there's legit reason for that. I guess this um, time there actually is a legit reason. Yeah. Um. Super weird that... Why is this a weed day? Why did they choose... You know, I don't know. I was going to look up the origin, and I'm pretty sure I did when I was in high school. When yeah. I actually, like, thought weed was cool, and then I realized that Coke is the way to go. Yeah, but, exactly. Yeah. So, like, before I started getting into Coke and heroin and all the stuff I do now... I mm-hmm. thought we was like, cool, and I was looking up the like quote the good shit. What? Yeah, yeah, the good shit is what they call it on the streets. The adult shit. Yeah, you've seen Pulp Fiction. Um, hold on. Now I'm just looking at 420. Facetious. I will say that's an important word to have in your brain. Um, mm-hmm. okay. Oh, I don't know why. I just looked up April 20th, and that's just telling me important dates. Uh. Oh, right, the Columbine High School Massacre. Yep. Crap. Be- that was really? on Hitler's birthday on purpose, I believe. 1889, Hitler, dictator of Germany. Yeah, because that happened, what was it, 100 years after? I guess 110. But hey, you know what? Crispin Glover's birthday. Why was no one talking about that? I didn't know that. I didn't even know that. That dude's awesome. I'm going to celebrate yeah. 420 from now on. That's the reason for it. A, g- a good excuse to watch, you know, some weird films. You heard it here first. Crispin yeah, Glover, we're recontextualizing 420, it. make it happen. Next year, I will be on top of that. Me too. Um, I don't know. Yeah, yeah, I don't know why they chose that day. It's just a weird thing. Is it, It's like a full-on holiday or something? Like, I, w- 
I, this is the first year I've seen one when Reddit was a thing in my life, and wow, they were just talking about it, getting pizzas. Dude, were, dudes were getting VCRs and syncing up Jerry Maguire tapes. Why? I. This Why? is news to me. Yeah, like I was just like, that's a weird thing to do. But what did VCRs have to do with it? Like, apparently they have traditions already, and like things that I thought it was great. Like as a weird kind of thought exercise in holidays. I actually just watched an episode of Dilbert that was about Dogbert Day, which is also <laughs> about the arbitrary nature of holidays. So, I don't know. I don't know. It, Maybe we should weird ask people to send in emails about 420. Yeah, what did you do? Um, how long have you been doing it? And, I don't know. The moviemonks what, what, at gmail.com send us your favorite 420 things to do, like VCRs with Jerry Maguire, I guess. Yeah, is that something we should address like get into i have a vcr so i have one here somewhere but i don't have jerry Maguire. should i start collecting them for next year like you should probably start collecting jerry Maguire tapes because i'm sure those will be harder to find than vcrs they're probably in short supply so yeah okay we're gonna uh, need I'll at least on... two and i'll bring the pizza shopping list i'm all, i'm all for any excuse to eat pizza and play with old technology so whatever we should totally take a part need. of VCR and put it in, like, an NES or something. <laughs> okay. I'm not... Sure. Like, we should I don't do know. some modding. That seems like the worst we idea. We should do Why would a top-loading VCR. Wait, I do actually have two NESs, and one is broken. So yeah, we already I have half too. of this equation. There you go. Okay, next year, 420, we're just going to forget everything Paul just said about talking about it too much and actually just join the conversation. I have a better idea. Okay. Let's take apart our broken NESs, mm -hmm. put them together. so And make a working one. So then you can, it's like a multi-NES. You can put two games in and just play whichever one you want. Oh, I'm saying like we'll, we'll have to scrap, like sacrifice one in order to fix the other and it'll be... I don't know. No, that I'm would not, wait, not that would make way too much sense. Right. Okay. Like a multi-tap for NES. Man, now I'm just fishing for like how on earth do we go from this into talking about a dog that was set on fire? Like there's no way. Yeah. So in Texas, a dog also in the month of April, <laughs> a dog named Justice. <laughs> um speaking of Justice, yeah. the electronic speaking of Justice. Like... Yeah. Um, we should have something sad and horrible happened. Like, yeah, he was doused uh, in gas, not gasoline, lighter fluid, and burned yeah. with a lit cigarette. Covered um, seventy percent of his body in burns, and he died. Like this, this past week, he was. Yeah, yeah, he was apparently getting better, and they were taking care of him at a rescue hospital type thing, and um, they just like he got an infection, they couldn't keep his blood flow up, and he died in a painful death. So I mean. That's pretty terrible. That's mm -hmm. it's disgusting because it, it was like a four-month-old puppy. Yeah. Like I don't know. I have a thing about weak things being picked on, and it just kind of gets me. Anyways, like especially animals, I've always had a problem with that. It infuriates me, and I was I'm actually looking to start helping out animal rescue things in our city here. Because, mm -hmm. like, I'm sick of just being one of those people that, like, gets infuriated by something but won't do anything about it. Yeah. So, I've been trying to get a hold of someone at the Humane Society here and the Meow Foundation. No one's returning my calls, so 
that's do they do like volunteering and stuff or like yeah so i'm gonna go i've met someone on twitter actually that works for Mm -hmm. uh the humane society and she's like yeah come down i work this day so i'm gonna go down talk to her and see what i could do okay i told i just said like i don't want to do anything with fundraising though like i'd rather get my hands dirty but yeah we'll see how did you hear this story like in texas like this seems like twitter Okay. I do everything through Twitter. Like when I'm at work, I have Twitter up in the background, and I'll check it every time I have like a little downtime, and just kind mm-hmm. of read through everything, just because I like to keep in touch with what's going on with people and stuff. So do you use TweetDeck or what? No, because I can't download at work. They have me on a closed network, and like so it's just the normal site, like just... the normal site, and the site's really bogged down and slow. So it's yeah. kind of the worst thing ever. In fact, a lot of times I'll actually just look at my phone at my desk mm-hmm. because it's quicker. But, yeah. I've only recently started using it more, but once you get a certain number of like people you're following, it's just you can't keep up with anything. And, like, it's just... yeah, you're following, but once you get a certain amount of people following you, you write something, people are starting conversation with you. It's yeah. kind of fantastic. So that... That's kind of cool. Like, for a long time, I was just kind of there posting intermittently, like, a thing, and not, nothing happened. Yeah. So, yeah. Now that it's... And I've been using it for weird things lately. Like, literally anything that is on my mind or in my heart at the time, I will post. So, like, some weird truths about myself have been coming out. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, check into that if you want to hear some dark things from my past, I guess. (laughs) Great, there you go. Check out what's what's your Twitter name? It's the real P Fleck because P Fleck was already take taken, and that person was not me, so I'm the real yeah. one. The real one. And I'm pretty oh. sure that was a bot because I don't think they tweeted at all when I made my account. Oh man. Okay, sorry. Just this is backtracking a bit, but mm-hmm. there's this like 130 year old memorial. Someone spray painted Coney 2012 on it. So that's cool. <laughs> wow, really? Yeah, someone just that makes me sick. Right kind now, of. memorial from 1889 for the victims of the Boston Massacre. Just lazily pasted on there. So great job, Coney people. That's awesome. Yeah, that's great. Thanks, guys. Way to positively get out there with the thing. Uh, anyway, okay. So dark, dark stories from Paul's past um, on Twitter.com. Check it out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. And help animals. Don't, you know, don't kick dogs and stuff. Especially don't set them on fire. And, um, like, if you can't do anything else, give your local humane society or whatever some cash. Like, they need to pay their guys for wasting some of their time because of the stupidity we do as humans. There's so many animals, man. It's, it's disgusting. Like, it's really terrible. Like, we're at a point now where it's like, like, the whole spay and neuter thing, like, you might want to do that just because... The very least thing you could do is actually not be a douchebag and treat your pet like a kid. Like, yeah. Like a little I don't get why it's so hard, really. Like, sometimes pets kind of infuriate us with some of the stuff they do. They can be annoying. But at the same mm-hmm. time, every they time. They could, like, you come... bite your nose, for example. They could just kind of bite your nose, and then you'd have a weird little scratch on your nose. Yeah, but, like. This happened. <laughs> But at the same time, every time you come home, every time you're, like, going to bed, every time you feel like crap, they're there, Mm -hmm. and they come up to you, and they'll, like, bark or purr at you, and, like, they'll nuzzle up against you and stuff. Like, I don't get why people would mistreat an animal. Like, mistreat Mm -hmm. other people, because 
other people can fight back. I don't. Why? I wouldn't advocate you're, either thing. You're but, jump, okay. Sorry, you're distracting me because you're jumping around in our little page thing. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Sorry, I was correcting a typo. Um. <laughs> okay. Okay. But anyways, yeah. Be a part of your community. There you go. Speaking of community, yeah. Uh, that I I actually had to catch up on two episodes. Um, yeah. I had so to, you caught the blade wh- one. <laughs> The Blade one was pretty great. It was, um, yeah, that wasn't too bad. Um, it made me a little sad because I'm going through some things right now with relationships. So mm-hmm. it was kind of like, oh, that hits a little hard. Like the ending of oh, it, okay. kind of. Huh. But the second episode, like the last one that they released. The Dreamatorium Abed episode? Pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. That, that show continues to be pretty great. Um, I don't think we got to talk about the Ken Burns PBS documentary one either, like the end of the Pillow Fort one. Oh yeah, we didn't really. Talk I quite like that, that one too. The PBS stuff that was pr- Keith David. I I don't know. That show continues to be way better than most shows. So yep. I hope it stays around for a long time. Yeah, you do say Pierce feels useless to you now, though. He does completely. Okay, I'm trying to think if there was any moments in this episode where I was like, oh yeah, Pierce. There was one part where he, like, Abed or whatever, pretends to be him for a second, and he's just like, I just want to say I have no idea what's going on or something like that, and that was it. Uh Uh-huh. Like, he didn't do anything the whole episode. He's completely useless, and they should just get rid of him. But Chevy Chase, though, dude. I don't like Chevy Chase, so fuck him. Chevy Chase. Wow, okay. I've I've been getting a lot of that from people who I like you know I guess I was just raised on late seventies like Saturday on Night Live Fletch or something. I I didn't like Fletch very much, and I still don't think it's a very good movie. I liked I him in the Vacation movies though. I think it was yeah, it was primarily the Vacation movies that was just like this guy's all right, and yeah, he was I okay. never, despite hearing like stories of him getting in fights with Bill Murray and stuff, which that shouldn't happen. Um, I I don't have any real negative feelings towards him, so. Yeah, I'm fine with Pierce either way. Like, if if in any way, like, he jeopardizes the show continuing, though, yeah, get rid of him. He doesn't add enough. See, I think he's just an extra limb that they should cut off before it rots away. Okay. But anyways, yeah, I really liked the episode, because it was nice to actually see something focusing on Abed. Yeah. So... Like, more in-depth stuff about him and how he thinks. And and he is so autistic. Like, I mean, there's things, little things you can pick up on the whole series, but mm-hmm. man, they really let it go with this one, and it's kind of nice to see him like that instead of kind of just like the reference machine that he's been. Mm-hmm. Like, he's actually a person now. <laughs> and yeah. that's kind of fantastic. And Annie. I love Annie. So, there's that. Um, Yeah, she also played a big role in this week's Mad Men, uh, Alison Brie. So. Yeah good episode, I'm gonna say. I know you haven't seen it, so it's kind of not a conversation, but that show continues to be great, as well. <laughs> um, this one's a lot of Pete Campbell stuff in this one, so if you're a Carthizer fan. I mean, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Why not? <laughs> yeah. Um, Two Broke Girls? What yeah, is have this? you seen Two Broke Girls? I don't... No. I'm gonna say no, okay, not at all, so I did not know that was a thing. It's... Basically, um, Cat Jennings, Cat Dennings' chest, though. I've yeah. seen that around. So and I mean, okay. just for people, I guess that are listening, 
and we have show notes just like that outlines things we've been doing so we don't forget what to talk about right so i didn't just say something vaguely inappropriate about cat dennings on my own it's written yeah down. because we write down things that we're doing and that we've done because i mean we do a lot of stuff and now that we don't just talk about movies and tv it's kind of hard to keep up with everything we do all week wrangle all of it in so, so basically yeah. what he's saying is because i wrote down <laughs> been watching two broke girls again mainly because i have an unhealthy obsession with cat denning's chest so have you seen the house bunny um more times than five Wow. Okay. Yeah. Um, actually, that's because my girlfriend loved it, and I would watch it with her periodically. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, there's that. Okay. And Emma Stone. Anyways, like, it's kind of a She's weird show, because Two Broke Girls is... It's the odd couple, we'll be completely honest. We have Kat Dennings, who plays a girl that's living in... New- they both play girls that are living in New York trying to make it as waitresses. Mm-hmm. And she's kind of like the tomboyish, like slutty—not really slutty, but like more open, like girl, S- liberal, liberal, I guess. Like not, Free I don't know. Spirit, the dirtier one, because opposite, the cooler one, opposite her, you cooler one, yeah. Opposite her, I can't remember the other actress's name right now, but she plays the rich prissy one. Okay. Be, that like went through some Here, hard times and up. now they're living together because like she lost her fortune or something like that. And they're trying okay. to open up a cupcake business or something, a muffin or cupcake business. So they're saving up money. And at the end of each episode, there's a tally of how much money they've saved up because they're doing like little jobs here and there to live and make the money to open up their business. Mm-hmm. And I mean, hilarity ensues i guess i like bears i I guess i feel really weird saying it but i honestly do watch it because i have a weird obsession with cat dennings okay (laughs) that's the only reason because i don't particularly find it funny but because i've been watching it and i'm into the characters a bit more it has Mm -hmm. its moments still so it's still an enjoyable time for me but it's not something i would even recommend for people to watch yeah no, being intrigued by, like, a specific actress or something is, t- like, I watched a lot of pretty bad Ellen Page movies, and, like, Elizabeth Moss is a thing now, so... Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. The, one movie, though, I don't know if I actually got to bring it up on here, though, was pretty good. It was called El Camino. I've heard like of that. I haven't movie. seen it, though. It's like a road trip movie with some friends kind of dealing with, like, this funeral that just happened. It was actually really good. Like, it was a small, small movie, but I don't know. So... Just, yeah. Good stuff can happen, so th- I'm not opposed to the idea that this show is decent. Like, maybe. I mean, it's something to watch, and I watched the latest Modern Family. Again, Modern Family's pretty good, and... I tend to wait until the end of a season and then to wa- watch all of it. That's totally That's how fair. I roll with yeah. that show. But, I, tr- yeah. I do that with a lot of shows, actually, too. It's just because I've actually... I'm paying for TV again, that mm. I've been PVRing them, and I feel like I kind of have to watch them, because what's the point of having TV if I'm just going to watch them all at once at the end because I could just download them. Yeah. But yeah, so I've been just doing it in my spare time. So, yeah, I don't know. That's TV for me. Have you been watching anything? Oh, um... I guess My Little TV, Pony. okay. Well, the season finale was uh, today, early... Well, today, Saturday. Um... 
two-part wedding in Canterlot, royal wedding kind of thing was the theme they were going with to, in the marketing and stuff. Like, hey, there's you remember the royal wedding? Yeah, I've got real royal wedding right here. Um, I'm going to say overall I liked it, but they, there was too much new stuff for, like, two episodes, of, like, 40 minutes of stuff. You have, like, a new character that's pretty significant, Twilight Sparkle's brother, and then, like, a whole new villainous stuff. Like, I'm going to spoil it. Is that changelings like shapeshifters okay so like the scrawl or something from like marvel comics like just oh you thought this person was good but turns out they're this evil weird bug monster thing oh no but they're vaguely pony-esque they, they, they were really weird kind of aliens stuff too they like cocooned celestia into this big thing it was really strange um and yeah a lot of little mermaid parallels but pretty good overall though. I'm going to say pretty good, but every time the show kind of does, like, conventional villain stuff, like even the Discord episodes and whatever, they're not my favorite episodes. Like, I prefer just kind of normal, everyday business happening with normal, relatable dilemmas, not bug monsters and, like, some sort of weird demon thing or whatever. I don't know what to describe Discord as. Yeah, I gotcha. Q, he's basically Q, so, and he's voiced by John Delancey, so it's, yeah, um, I discovered this uh, channel on YouTube, mm-hmm. Hot Diggity Demon. Uh, Hot Diggity Demon? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, for sure. I, um, uh, I've been kind of falling in love with that. It's kind of great. Uh, yeah, I've, uh, I'm trying to think which, I think I saw Shed first, which is the most I would compare to, like, uh, Happy Tree Friends or something. Like, it was just that with ponies. Um, yeah. And, you know, sure, like, people get angry at that part of the fandom or whatever, but that's fine. It's just another thing. And I actually, Apple.move, with its 2001 kind of illusion, I thought was actually pretty funny. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, Hot Ticket Demon, actually, he's a friend of Mega64 as well, so, I'm, I'm yeah. I There's that ties all over the place. Yeah, and actually the latest one, Magic.move, yeah, it's, you've seen all of really them? really good. There's the Horsogram is in there. Yep. <laughs> So I was I was into that. I have a sticker of the horsegram, so I was like, "Ha this is great." So yeah, no, that that's totally fair. If if that brings you joy, that that's fine. I love it because might... it's like something you enjoy, but made mm-hmm. for me. Yeah, I like it, and we can grow together. Yeah, we'll both now. have those characters, but you know they'll be horribly murdering each other or whatever in one, and just you know hanging out and making cakes in the other one. So. It's all good. Best of both worlds. Best of both worlds, indeed. Um, and pretty well animated, too. You know? Got your flash skills yep. going on. Actually, that dude's pretty good. I Dude's alright. Yeah, not bad. So, I suggest Shout everybody. out, Hot Diggity Demon. Check it everybody out. Everybody checks it if, out. Should. Yeah. Check it out, sorry. And some other stuff, too. Like, some of his main series stuff I tried watching, I don't really... I don't know, but Mega64 Animation, I enjoy those as well. Um, he animated bits from their podcast. That might be great. I have to check that. There's just short little anecdotes and stuff. Um, I guess for the last TV thing, um, like, Mad Men's great, Community's great, Game of Thrones, I think, I still enjoy it, but, man, they just keep, every week, it's just like, hey, we got some new characters, adding them on, just, we got some more, oh, here's, you know, this queen we've never really talked about, and also, you know, we got this female warrior person it's just like okay like in the meantime when all this time is being spent introducing new people like nothing's kind of happening with 
in terms of focused main plot stuff. That's a that's a over like some stuff is happening like uh Peter Dinklage's character some cool stuff happened this last episode but I haven't yet had an episode that is on par with I think it was the third one of or no the second episode of season 1. Okay. Have you watched no, that I far was, at least? I was going to start it last night and then I watched The Devil Wears Prada. Okay. Ugh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. Um whichever one kind of like I don't, it's not really a spoiler. It'll primi- primarily be about wolves. Okay. Um, the episode I'm thinking of. Don't that say was anymore because like, I might watch it tomorrow. Yeah, like there was a point pretty early in that season where I was like, "Wow, this is like a sharp story, and it's just in this thing, and they just established this universe, and I'm already invested. This is pretty extraordinary." So I have yet to have another moment that really matches that so far in this season. But overall, still really slickly produced, some great acting, really luscious everything so still great but of the like my tv session last yesterday probably the low point out of those but you know still yeah still not really disparaging it i mean it did have to compete with mad men probably one of the better episodes of community in the whole thing yeah whatever season else. three has been so sharp it's crazy it's been pretty like, good like if i went like i don't think i, don't I could I do just... season one again now it uh, like the latter half of season one is where they found it. Yeah, you know, definitely. The... So I could do that, but there's some rough early goings, I guess. But especially with Jeff, yeah, like he's really hard to get into to like at all for a while. I'm trying to think, yeah, when there was a point where like Britta, I had issues with for a while too, and then it was like, no, she's and then she funny. just kind of like got silly. Like, she was yeah. way too serious before. I think what they were trying to do is they were going for, like, the breakfast club where they all were kind of different personalities, but they mm-hmm. were totally serious. Yeah. And, like, I think they loosened them up quite a bit now, and like, they, they, found a they nice play off each other point. better now, too. Yeah, yeah. That cast is... Man, that show's so good. If you haven't seen it, check it out. You know, watch it. Just watch Community. We need more viewers. Definitely. Need more viewers. Um, so, Devil Devil Wars Prada, huh? Yeah, I mean, I've owned it for God knows how long, and I popped it in, I guess, last night. So okay. that I, happened. I haven't seen it in a, in a bit, but I just remember really just having a horrible time watching it. I just did not like. Did you it. just like watch it at home? I did. I just watched it at home. See, I had I it on it... with a laptop on my lap there. And uh-huh. I was doing dishes and laundry at the same time. Oh, yeah, no, no. I sat down and was like, you know, Meryl Streep got nominated for this. I heard it was really good. I think Paul Rudd joked about it in a movie or something. Like, I want to see this. And then it was like, what was anyone talking about? This is so whatever. Like, this is... This is so whatever. Really, so Avril whatever. You know what I mean? <laughs> I know. Sorry, that was not... It was just... There, there was no characters I got interested in. I thought Anne Hathaway, just her character was just unlikable and I didn't care what happened to her. Um, Meryl Streep was like purposefully unlikable but not... There's one scene in that movie that I was like, okay. Like, she has kind of a moment... Like, Meryl Streep's character has kind of a moment of, like, where she opens up just a little bit more to Anne Hathaway. Yeah. And that was like the one moment where I was like, okay, that that was legitimately pretty great. Like they actually added a whole new dimension to this person who's been like basically Corella Deville. Thus no, far. see, I really like that because like, I mean, first of all, Meryl Streep was really good in it. Like mm-hmm. you hate her character, 
and she. But isn't she just Cruella Deville? Like really? No, because Cruella Deville was insane, and she was like a villain. What I liked about this character was that mm-hmm. she was. I honestly felt that instead of just being like an antagonist doing everything she can to screw up this girl's life, mm-hmm. she was like, what's the word I'm looking like for? Like a here? harsh mentor or something? Kind of. Like, she was trying to shape her into the person she became eventually, where she knows what she wants and she goes after and blah, blah, blah. Like trial by fire or something? Yeah, or? but like at the same time. She's the CEO of this huge like enterprise. Everybody knows who she is. She know she's a strong female lead. Like she's a strong yeah. woman. She knows what she wants and she gets it. Like mm-hmm. she's not insane. She's not like particularly mean because this whole time if um Anne Hathaway's character wanted to, Andrea wanted to, she could have just walked out. Like yeah. it's not like she's being forced to do any of this. In fact, she even says like quite a few times like just leave or whatever like it doesn't matter to her Mm -hmm. because there's so many people that want that job but like the fact that she saw something in her she pushed her to her limits and i mean i don't know i didn't think she was a terrible person and that part in particularly that you're talking about is kind of fantastic because it shows that that she is just a really strong woman that knows what she wants and she goes for it because she doesn't care that she's getting divorced she cares mm. that her children have to go through it again. Yeah. That that was, like, the one scene that redeemed part of that movie for me. Like, it was like, okay. Like, so, so stuff I was looking forward to seeing, like Stanley Tucci and stuff. And like They like, needed more Tucci. They didn't give him much to do, so it was just like, okay. And what happens but, to him is kind of heartbreaking. What happens to him? I don't He got all excited because he was going to be taking that position as, like, one of the executive people mm-hmm. at that one magazine and then like Miranda screwed him over. Okay. Yeah. So and then he was just kinda like when Anne Hathaway's character asked, like, what are you gonna do now? He's just mm-hmm. like just hope I get called back. Like, I don't know. It's just kind of a really sad part for him. And he was such a nice dude. Like he was the only one in that whole movie that was nice. Mm. I guess I, I can't really remember. I remember he pulls her aside, and there, there's a more amicable conversation. But, and a big yeah. issue I have with that movie, mm-hmm. I mean, first of all, you have Anne Hathaway opposite well, Meryl Streep. You like, know, it just I, makes Anne Hathaway look so much worse. I'm trying to like. There's one movie I feel like I need to see before I can really cast that kind of judgment on Anne Hathaway, and it's Rachel getting married. When did that come out? 2008, I think. Um, okay, that was still two years after. Like, Yeah, like so maybe she grew a lot in the meantime or something. But people say really, like, that's Jonathan Demme. Like, people say pretty good things about that movie, and I haven't seen it. So, like, but okay, as of 2006, Anne Hathaway is not on par with Meryl Streep at all. Because I think before that <laughs> movie, she was getting a lot of the, like, what was it, Ella Enchanted? Well... Like, just before it was like the year before would be broke back and like havoc and stuff so she was trying to change up her yeah thing, but, but broke back she had one part that was about five minutes and involved taking her top off well that's the that's the arguably the best five minutes but i completely you know, agree more. with you that's the best thing she's ever done i'm just this saying like super as sexist a, i apologize to anne hathaway um i don't no, show much. them more 
Anyways. You should see Havoc, then. It's not a good movie. I've been wanting to see it for so long, but it looks so bad. Joseph Gordon being ridiculous is also there. I think it's still on Netflix, too. That was one of the first things I did with Netflix. It was like, oh, really? This is on here? Done. And, yeah. Worth the time, I I guess. tonight. Not a good movie, though. Oh, my goodness. Anyways, so she's still an amateur, really, at, like, character actors and doing, like, a serious kind of role. Not a serious role. Oh, I'm... Okay, just sorry, briefly. Love and Other Drugs, I'm also told, is good for the criteria we just established. (laughs) Okay, sounds great. (laughs) Yeah. So, there you go. The one thing Anne Hathaway's good for, showing her tits. Oh, so... Anyways, so... She's kind of funny, like... Yeah, I uh, mean... This she's she was cute at one point. She's kind of weird now. Like okay. I can't get behind a lot of stuff she does now. But that's she's fine. gonna be Catwoman, dude. So anyways, she's cast opposite one of the best actresses of all time. Mm-hmm. If not the best living of all time right now. I think that's pretty safe. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Who would disagree, right? Mm-hmm. But anyway, Elizabeth Moss is so pretty good. It makes her look really bad, first of all, and that's not really her fault. Uh-huh. But it's just kind of a weird casting decision, I think. Um, the big problem I had was her character mm-hmm. and her supposed change in character that this job's doing to her. I didn't think was enough. They didn't go t- big enough with it. Like she's not. T- radically a different person at the end enough or what do you mean like well because like i made the comparison here katie and mean girls have you seen mean girls not in quite a while but okay when they're like infiltrating the plastics or whatever and she's like getting close to regina mm-hmm. like she gets to the point where she like mellows off her old friends and she's like sneaking out and she's just kind of a bitch okay like, she turned in to what like they were trying to like go after mm-hmm. but in this movie it's just she just seemed kind of aloof like her job was just taking up her time she wasn't turning mean she wasn't like going crazy or anything she was just kind of like losing track of time and there was one incident like she missed her boyfriend's birthday which is arguably like still a really terrible kind of thing to do okay i will just say i'll just briefly interject here I do remember one weird sticking point for me was the name of the boyfriend is actually Nathan in this movie. Yeah, Nate. Yeah, and that weirds and me out every time it happens guy. in a movie. Like, if a character shares my name and he's kind of like the person being treated in a negative manner, it's just like, that's uncool. Like, it, it's weird. It's a dumb thing, but it's it happens. How do you so. think I feel in Halloween there is a character named Paul and his whole role was to get killed after fucking his girlfriend? Yeah, it must have been terrible. Like it would be a unique experience for all the Pauls out there in the world watching that. Or film, that so. alien Paul. Yeah, they. What was that like watching that movie? That was so weird. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah, like it, it's it's dumb, but it does something. Like abduction with Taylor Lautner, main character's name is Nathan, and like, just like I can't watch this and movie every now. Time, just every laughing. time they say the name, you get this weird. You know that feeling you get when you're going like down really fast on a roller coaster. Mm-hmm. You kind of get, like, a little glimpse of that. <laughs> it's so weird. I don't know. It's, I mean, maybe we're just paranoid or something, but... Yeah, something about, like, if a character shares a name with me, it 
definitely changes that movie for me in a, in a way that's not fair to any part of the movie or anything. It just does that. So, anyway, continue. The boyfriend's Anyways, yeah, she, so she misses his birthday, and then, yeah. like, all of a sudden, everyone hates her. Like, yeah. they just don't talk to her anymore at all. And you know what? Like, that is kind of a terrible thing to do, I guess. I mean, it's not the worst thing you could ever do because yeah i personally don't care him. that much about my birthday so i mean i don't whatever. care that much about my birthday either and there's been many times that like someone i've been with or whatever would have to do something for work or school and i would mm-hmm. i would totally understand that that's more important than like hanging out on an arbitrary day that i was born like we didn't eat cake today what are you doing yeah like it's you? not a huge deal i I mean, I guess the worst part about all of that in the movie was that she didn't even call to say she wasn't coming, mm-hmm. because that's really rude, I found, but I mean, okay. that's neither here nor there. Anyways, they We're hate like her micro-analyzing so easily. social behaviors. Yeah, yeah. And, I don't know, that really bothered me, because, like, she's getting hit on, too, by this really attractive writer dude that, mm-hmm. like, she's totally, obviously into at the time, and she doesn't, like, she respects him enough that she doesn't even, like instigate anything with that dude until after they break up her and her boyfriend Mm -hmm. so like she's not a bad person at all and I think maybe it was supposed to show her turn into a different person Okay, I didn't feel it and I think that was a huge failing because I feel that was probably what they were trying to go for yeah I do vaguely recall like there were a couple scenes that like I just was not jiving with like it was like this seems important but i don't care but you know what i'm gonna chalk it all up to that i didn't care about the characters too much because there was no development yeah fair enough and you said you didn't like emily blunt either which i guess fair enough i guess like her character in this is terrible because she's just a bitch that is all she does she doesn't have any line that doesn't just come off catty Mm mm-hmm but you saw Herzog's Into the Abyss, huh? Oh, I briefly want to touch on, like, one thing. Uh, the reason we're not talking about Cabin in the Woods is because you haven't seen it yet. Yeah, um... F- fair? Because... I, w- I wasn't going to bring that up. Okay. Because I'm a little up. Like, I was supposed to see it Thursday, couldn't, and, like, I didn't get home till late and didn't get to talk to anybody to go yesterday, and I was going to go tonight, but someone couldn't. Okay. Like, it's been kind of a thorn in my side since it came out. Yeah, I don't want to, like, purposefully bring up painful things. It's more just, like, just another opportunity for me to say, like, yo, you should see it, and also listeners should see it. It's really great. So, I don't know. I've been trying, honestly. It's hard because I don't have a vehicle right now. Okay. Yeah, so, I mean, that's really screwing me over. Hmm. Yeah. I, I won't elaborate, obviously, but, uh, just... Okay. <laughs> yeah, so thanks for that. Anyways, Into the Abyss. Oh, fine. Um, yeah, I just, I literally, just before we started recording, watched uh, Werner Herzog's do- documentary, Into the Abyss, which came out late last year, officially, but it didn't actually show up here at all, to yeah. my knowledge. Um, it's on Netflix. They they launched it day and date with the DVD on Netflix, which is pretty cool, so check that out. Um. It's awesome. It's it's extraordinary. Like it was just exactly what I thought it would be. Like it's like Werner Herzog is gonna make a movie about death row and like coming to terms with the end of your life and stuff and like crime and this you know all that. And it was really it yeah it 
touched on all the right stuff pretty much for that experience. I don't know. I might like, check that out too, actually. Just like some of the best st like stuff, just interviews with like um like a son who's in jail and then his father who's also in jail, and you get a lot of kind of like his perspective on how he feels as a parent and how this happened and this pattern and stuff. And also this one dude who basically um was in charge of executions in Texas for a good long while. Um and he, like he would spend his last like spend a day or something with them and then take them to the the room and uh, like the last moments and he just him describing how weird it is to like get to know someone all day and then at the end of the day they're dead like just like to do that their life like to do that like he says like 120 times or something like it just he, the way he describes it is extraordinary so th there's like some amazing interviews and there some stories and stuff that I I'm I'm really glad I saw and just it's interesting too just like like uh the film kind of situates itself as just like it's in Texas like this kind of happens a lot you know uh yeah. like you get little glimpses of like you know like there's the graveyard where they bury like criminals who the, like their families don't really intervene and do any funeral type stuff so it's just this like big crosses with numbers on them and stuff and there's also like a vehicle impound lot where like vehicles involved in crimes and stuff and you just get the sense like there's so many more stories like exactly like this like you know other crimes that have just as much detail and just as many people affected like he kind of shows the web of people involved in this this one kind of every like just this one homicide that happened um and you you really get the sense like this is just one and there's so many more and apparently as part of this whole process he did like three more hour-long kind of discussions with death row inmates films that are out there somewhere floating around. I want to see those, too. Just because... Yeah. The way Herzog carries himself in conversations, it's so great. Like, because he's kind of disarming in a way. Like, he's kind of, like, joke joking and stuff at times, but not in a way that's inappropriate. He just talks to people like people, regardless of their circumstances. So, like, dude's describing this weird crime thing he was in, at, like, this shootout and stuff, and then, like... He mentions getting a piece of a car door lodged in his arm, and he's just like, "Wait, how do you do you go through metal detector and stuff?" And the dude sort of chuckles, and it's just like, "What? No, it came out in jail." And like, they just kind of these weird moments that happen, and because Herzog's willing to just kind of go out there and speak his mind, regardless of how silly it can sound, like it really get you get a certain quality in those interviews that were pretty pretty amazing. So, I I was quite quite struck by it, but I'm a big Herzog fan anyway. So you likened much, him to Da Vinci. Did, oh, right. There's a reason. For, oh, right. That totally happened on Twitter. Um, someone was. I was having a brief kind of exchange with someone on the Giant Bomb forums about what it means to be an artist and stuff. And he brought up Da Vinci. And he's like, "Well, he kind of just did it for money." And I was like, "Well, that's lame." Then. And then I was like, "Then that thought came money. to me. Werner Herzog's better, <laughs> despite there being no real, you know, comparison there." No, I know, but, like, Da Vinci didn't really just do what he did for money. I know. Like, it was a super simplified thing on his part, yeah. too. It, it's a forum, it's like a brief No, I know you were thing. just, like, kind of joking about it. So. I paired it with the hashtag pointless comparison, so it's... I'm fine. I covered it. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, no. Uh, yeah, Into the Abyss, pretty, pretty good stuff.
Um, and yeah, I don't know. Her Herzog, man. Check that out. <laughs> His films. Yeah, I'm I might just check that, that out. It often. sounds really good. It yeah, I would I would say it was it was really really good. Um. Oh, you have games here? Do you want to talk about these briefly? Yeah, I just want to quickly bring up a few games I've been playing because they're not getting a whole lot of time in the spotlight, and I want people to pay for them and support these guys. Okay. <laughs> so, Legend of Grimrock came out. Um, it's really good. Like, you know those old, uh, what were they, wizardry games? Did you ever I play don't those? I don't know. Describe wizardry games. Okay. I've been a wizard in some games. Like blue I, no, wizard. I, the games were called badly. wizardry. Anyways, okay. so they're first person games, and they're dungeon crawlers, and they're like in a tile format. So like you oh, take okay. a step forward, and it would be like one tile. Yeah, and I so think on. I think Vinny Caravella of Giant Bomb was talking about this game. Um, okay. It, from what I saw of it, it it reminded me of a Dungeons and Dragons game I played on the Super Nintendo. Oh, I don't remember those games like, on the Super Nintendo. I just played for, them on PC. Like first person dungeon crawly, one spotted. Yeah, so that's what it is. It it's was been, like that. Um, yeah. It's been updated, like modernized. So mm -hmm. really nice graphics, really like good design and everything. Uh, the only problem I have with it is I wish it was turn based because that's what I fell in love with growing up. Mm -hmm. And it's more real time, which is kind of weird because you're doing everything in a tile, like in real time. So. You can, like, run away from dudes and attack and stuff. It's just kind of strange. Okay. Because, like, I used to do it where, like, you would take a turn, and then the computer or dungeon master or whatever the hell it was would do a turn. So, like, you would go forward one, and then, like, an enemy would move one tile over, stuff like that. So it's weird that they went just full-on with it, and that's the only thing I could probably fault it for. Otherwise, it's super well done a little bit hard which is kind of great because those games are not supposed to be easy and mm -hmm. uh i believe it's only like 13 bucks on steam so like when it goes on sale it will probably be like five yeah it's worth 13 dollars easily for me okay um lone survivor um little game by super flat i guess is what they're called uh indie developer Literally, dude is just selling this game as a zip folder off of his site. Mm -hmm. uh, Ten dollars for like the standard download, which is just the game. Fifty dollars for the game, the soundtrack, something else, and he will mail you a piece of um, original artwork signed. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, up, he's just an upstart dude. He's doing his own thing. It's really good because I'm a fan of the old Silent Hill games, and this really captures what that feel is it's genuinely terrifying in a lot of ways but it's also done as a 2d pixel art game mm -hmm. so it's kind of a feat upon itself for people that like that type of game and i think everybody should own it and everybody should support the guy even if you don't like him so that's cool so regardless of how crappy you're laptop is you could totally play this game yeah and it's 10 bucks and like if you like silent hill you will love this game it has like the creepy sounds from the enemies when they're getting close the enemies are terrifying they are absolutely terrifying because like the pixels make it so there's not enough detail to tell what the hell they are mm -hmm. and there's something disturbing with that and with the sounds they make and the fact that they can kill you really easily 
it's pretty great and like you have the flashlight thing that only lights up a little area and you're in dark hallways and things are weird and jumping out at you in parts it's really good really well done huh. i'm looking forward to finishing that and by the time you guys hear this i will have been done so i mean if you want to know more information just twitter me i guess also there was an ios game that came out that a lot of people were raving about called sword and sorcery a while ago yeah, I, I bought that game. Yeah, so that came out on PC. They ported it. I bought that. I haven't started playing it yet. I hear really good things, though, and it looks really good. So, I mean, by the time people hear this, I will have probably gotten pretty far in that. Yeah, I, I wish I... Like, playing it, I was like, I need to... Is it on PC? It is Sword now. Sorcery? Yeah. Oh, interesting. Because, yeah, I had the iPhone version, and I was like, I wish I had an iPad was basically what I got into. That's what a lot of people it. said, too, that it's really good on iPad, but it's on Steam, and I think it's, like, five bucks. Okay. I might just revisit it properly, because, like, I was feeling a lot of things about it, but it was just kind of unpleasant to play on my tiny little 3GS or whatever. Like, I was just like, man, I'm, like, ruining this game by playing it like this. So, yeah, I, I might look through it again. Um, um, also, quickly, uh, Ghost Recon Future Soldier beta's out. Mm -hmm. I have an extra code for that, so if you have an Xbox 360 and you want to play the beta, give me a email or a mention on Twitter, and I'll give you a code so you can download that. It's um, it's okay. I'm not really into the whole war th game thing right now anymore, so like that's working against me 100% in it. And also, it's kind of like SOCOM meets mm -hmm. Tom Clancy. And, I mean, that's fine, I guess, but, I like, it feels bad. It's kind of jittery. Um, there's a lot of glitches and bugs in it, and it's just kind of not fun, but it's a beta. So, there, yeah. I mean, anyone who's played a beta before knows that, like, it's going to be glitchy, stuttery as hell, and, like... Weren't they handing out keys for this in, like, uh, Splinter Cell, like, a year ago? I guess, but, it's like... It's been a long time. Yeah, so it's live now. Okay. So yeah, yeah like, like if you're you, the one you invited person, me basically, but I don't have Xbox Live right now. So. Yeah, so if you're the yeah. one person who doesn't like have it yet, just send me a tell of some sort, and I'll get you a key. Okay. And you can try it yourself. So, and also, um, it'll be too late for anyone hearing this because it's a week late. But the Diablo three beta is completely mm -hmm. open to everybody this weekend. So I'm waiting for that to download, and. It's making me want to boot up my World of Warcraft account again to play a little bit. Okay. I was part of the Giant Bomb clan for a long time, Guild. Oh, okay. But, like, those dudes are all gone, obviously, because, like, they have jobs doing playing other games. And uh, the people that actually still run the Guild are kind of douchebags, so there's that. Mm -hmm. I don't know their real names like in Giant Bomb, so I can't even call them out on it, but whatever. It doesn't matter. <laughs> okay. So, yeah, I mean, that beta was fantastic, I guess, because this is the future that you're hearing this. And, yeah. And also, I've been reading a bunch of comic books, but we'll talk about that more next time, because the Comic Expo yeah. is next week. Yeah, although I'm basically, for me, that is the voice acting party. So that's what's going to happen. The voice acting for me. party. Well, John DiMaggio, uh, Billy West, yeah. and Tara Strong are all going to be there 
doing a bunch of panels, so... Were you a fan of undergrads? Uh, no, I'm going to say, because I don't know what that is. Okay, look that cartoon up, because the writers of it are going to be there. Okay. It's only one season long, and it's, oh. it's really pretty good. I like it so quite a bit. So easy to familiarize yourself. Um, think, th if, yeah. think if Community was a cartoon... But, like, instead of a group of them, it was just, like, four friends that have known each other for a long time. Mm-hmm. Same basic idea. Okay. Yeah, I guess Star Trek, too. There's gonna be a lot of Star Trek there. Oh, man, but... so much Star Trek. Um, but, um... I don't know a lot of comics, really. That, that's that been the beef of a friend of mine, is not enough comics at the Comic Expo, which I well, think it's is It's technically not a Comic Expo, it's the Calgary Comic and Entertainment Expo, and there's a yeah. lot of entertainment. Yeah. So, I'm still quite looking forward to it. I bought my three-day pass and stuff, so hopefully I will be well. I have to go buy medicine right after this is over um, in order to That's rough. facilitate that. Yeah. Um, but, um, yeah, so I'm thinking next time people hear us, we'll be doing a podcast with Sean, your buddy and co-host at uh, Top, Down, Top Perspective. Down Perspective. Yeah. Because I know he's really into comics and cartoons and stuff, and actually we've been kind of talking back and forth like more than before mm -hmm. because we share that in common. So that's kind of cool. Once we're all in town, we should probably look into meeting up for a proper podcast. I'd be into that. Yeah. If that's something you'd be amicable towards because... I mean, we could always do it here. Know. That's fine. Yeah, exactly. I can drive down to your house and that'll be that. And then we'll play, you know, Home Improvement or something. It'll be fun. Or like a board game because Sean and I have been or Pandemic. About that. Yeah, that I've been wanting out. to play that for oh, a long time. And now. if you ever play Pandemic, perfect accompaniment for that, the Contagion soundtrack. Go it figure, works right? so well. Yeah, it's like, because they're thematically the same. And the Contagion soundtrack, actually, if you just want anything you're doing to seem really dramatic and intensely serious, turn that on. Like, you're just like... It's actually really important that this man buy tomato sauce right now, because if he doesn't, who knows what's going to happen. Like, it just adds that tone of drama. It's awesome. I really so, want to play Cliff Martinez, game. check it out. Yeah, Pandemic's great. Um, so, one thing I didn't get to mention, um, <laughs> uh, recycling in America, get on that. What's wrong with you? I know, right? it's funny because they make fun of us when, like, they yeah. hear that um, our used games are now recycled. I mean, that is stupid. But mm -hmm. I think they're maybe making fun of us because they don't do it ever. They never yeah, recycle. Like I'm, I'm at the mall and I'm just like finishing up my food court stuff. I got a bottle. And then there's there just like just a garbages. pile of trash right in the middle. It was pretty bad. I was I was a little baffled. I guess I guess uh, at actual Coachella, like in California, they were more on top of it. They had recycling bins and stuff. But yeah, Nevada, dude. What are you doing? Oh, You're I like bet. Party City. There's just bottles and stuff everywhere. Yeah, they're just like, just throw it on the pile, we'll get it later. Yeah, or just whatever. Like, too not, not into it. Also, I'm just going to say, I actually bought um, Lone Survivor just now. So, thanks for recommending that. Are you into <laughs> Silent Hill type games? Like the original Silent Hill games before it got I don't know about the original, but that Wii game was so awesome. I really liked it. Okay, so, so you'll like this because that Wii game focused more on running away. And this like atmosphere and running the away, atmosphere and, and running away, more so. Yeah, yeah, because like the new Silent Hill games, like they give you weapons that are more powerful than before. Like before, you would have like a board that would break after killing one enemy. So like, yeah. you could totally kill an enemy, but then like two others might attack you. Like this in is. Regards to, 
this is a type of game where when you run out of ammo, you're screwed. Like, yeah, you have to I, run. I kind of like that. That sounds interesting. And for, like, any kind of modern 2D game that people are describing as atmospheric, that's interesting. The like, music is really good. It's easily comparable to the music they've done for the first few Silent Hill games, so that's a huge okay. thing for me to say, because like, I love Akira Yamaoka, or whatever his name is. I've been told, like, uh, Silent Hill 2 is something I need to see. Have you never seen it? I've never played it, but... Like, do you want? I've, I've looked it into buying it a couple times. Do you have it? Oh yeah. Can I just borrow it or something? Is that okay? Yeah. Next just time cause... you're over, maybe we'll just play through it because I've been wanting to play through it again. Because I, I'm told they screwed it up for the HD remake. They changed the voice acting and stuff. They changed the um... voice acting and they um try to improve textures, which broke a lot of stuff. Like, yeah, apparently like I heard it, it was looks just kind terrible of terrible now because before what they would do is that the fog and kind of gritty look would be mm -hmm. atmosphere for one thing, but it would also hide a lot of the problems that they had with like clipping stuff and for um, draw distance and whatnot. But like yeah. when they clean that up, it looks like crap. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, I avoided that, and then like just trying to actually acquire it on eBay and stuff. It's just like wow, this is. A little like the Xbox version, I'm told, is the best one. Is I heard that, that too, streams? but I've I never had an Xbox at that time. Okay. So I have the PlayStation Two version. However, I like willing to buy the Xbox version as well, because like okay, I'm the type of person that like I like Metal Gear Solid, right? So I mm -hmm. have every iteration they've released of Metal Gear Solid. Like I don't. I have like, like you have the Xbox version of two. Well, like there's. Two, and then there's like substance, and then there's like yeah. the collection, and then like the other collection. Like I have all of them. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so like I have, I'm the type of person that Silent Hill Two has Snakes, like dude. five copies. I will buy them. Okay, but it's that significant of a game. Yeah, uh, no, I'm totally keen on the idea. It's it sounds interesting, and horror is something like I mean, Amnesia. I couldn't even play it. I got all panicked. I have that like, on my computer, and I can't play it because I play it with headphones when I do that stuff, and it yeah. got to me. Like, it started at... I know, it got to me, too, and I was, like, embarrassed, because I, I was like, come on, you're an adult, like, just figure this out, but it was like, no, dude, there's weird things in the water, and I don't know, I don't know what's going on. Water's like the it. worst. Like, even, I think it was Resistance 2, there would yeah. be these things that if you went in the water, they would just instantly kill you. And yeah. it was terrifying. Like, I hate parts with water because there's always something in them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I should probably give that game a proper try again, too. But it's not anyway. Good. Um, anyways, also, yeah. Fez seemed okay. I, I barely started it, but it seemed okay. What's that, sorry? Fez? Fez. Fez seems all right. Um, yeah? Maybe. Oh, yeah, we were saying Phil Fish is a that. jerk. I tried the trial. I, I haven't committed yet. But it's it's kind of a neat platformer. Like it's got it's got an interesting look to it too. So I I don't know. A I, lot I of people are raving that. about that game. Yeah, I I'm I'm I, I wasn't like oh man I need more. Here's my credit card. Like it was like no it was interesting. That's that's pretty neat. So I'll I'll talk to Sean about it and see how he feels about it first. But anyway, yeah, I guess that's so, probably it for Media Monks. Um, I'm gonna go. Oh man. I'll check when Walmart closes, and then we'll see how, how this is going to go. But whatever. I'm going to buy medicine and get better before the big show next week with the Comic Expo. And Sean. We'll report on that. 
and Sean. Eventually, and we're going to get this uh, video girl I've so. been talking to. She does a podcast called Game on Girl at game-girl.com. Okay, she followed me on Twitter, and I wasn't sure. Yeah, she but okay. like has her PhD, and yeah. I can't remember in what, and she's like, if you've heard her podcast at all, I just heard it this week. Like, okay. she's super professional, so okay. it kind of so scares no, me. No weird jokes about Anne Hathaway. Or no, anything. I will absolutely do that, because I don't mind making people feel uncomfortable. Um, okay. But I would like to hear a female, like, an educated female... Um, position on some stuff so maybe we should think of stuff for that that won't happen for like a month though because okay I, have, the- I might actually have some questions about game of thrones in relation to that because i'm not sure if that show is crazy sexist or actually kind of progressive or what yeah so. exactly like it'll be a really interesting thing because i like i'd love to hear a woman's opinion on stuff especially if like they're really eloquent and open to talking mm-hmm. about stuff like that, so that's going to be exciting. But, I mean, we have the Comic Expo thing with Sean, and then the week after, we're going to have Indie Movie the Game. Or Indie right. Game the Movie? In, in, yes. Indie, indie Game movie. the Movie. Indie Game the Movie. Yeah, Indie Game there's the indie Movie movies all and the, time, the Avengers. So why would they make a game about that it? Weekend. Although that would be funny. Like, Sundance Film Festival, the game. Yeah, Jim so Jarmusch is right over there. We're going to have that in Avengers that weekend, and I think we're going to be talking with Sean again that weekend. Oh, man, Avengers is a real thing, huh? Anyway, yeah. it's so weird. But, okay, so yeah. And we'll, and we'll be able to talk about Cabin in the Woods at that point, because you'll have seen Absolutely. it. Absolutely. So, like, yeah. some great things are coming. As always, follow us on Facebook, because we like to talk to people, and also Twitter. Uh, you can mm-hmm. follow the show at, at the... At the Media Monks now. We're no longer Movie Monks on Twitter, so it's at the Media Monks, all one word. And obviously, you can yeah. always follow me at, at the P, real P Fleck. Mm-hmm. I'm Krasnar. It starts with a K, ends with an R. And yep. email us questions and stuff. We like to hear from people, and we like it even more when people disagree because it adds to the show. <laughs> like, yeah. just straight up, even if you think we're idiots. Tell us why. Just yeah, be eloquent about it. Don't it's be like, a jerk oh, about man, it. Just tell us why. How can why we're you go idiots. to Coachella and not see, you know, X blank, you know? Like whatever. Give me that and I'll be like, Yeah, I don't know. I wanted to see big stupid beats. Or tell That's me why watching Devil Wears Prado was a better idea or worse idea than watching they Game of Thrones. Or sure, yeah. Anything. Whatever you have issue with, let us know. And also um, follow us at Stitcher and we'll talk to you next week. Okay. Thank <laughs> you.